Hello, everyone. Welcome to Setters in Sports, the newest MCBA podcast. My name is Sequoia Cumming, and today I will be talking to our latest alumni, John Ewan. John is the Director of Athletic Communications at Manhattanville College. So let's get to know him. Nice to officially meet you. Yes. I know you've held this position as Director of Athletic Communications at Manhattanville since August. So I was wondering if you could kind of talk about your daily responsibilities in that position. I mean, on a non-remote day, preferably. <laughs> Where do I begin? So I oversee um, our all of our varsity athletic teams and soon to be our um, junior varsity athletic teams as well. Um, so we have teams that compete all semester long, 22 to 23 teams throughout the entire year. Um, and basically, I'm the one that oversees pretty much all of their game day operations, post-game, pre-game, during the game. Um, so my day-to-day responsibilities, you know, will vary from anything from nominating our athletes for awards, for weekly recognitions, based off of their um, on-the-field performances and any stuff that they do in the classroom. It can um, dropping press releases, recapping the games, you know, covering any sort of community service efforts that they're doing. We're putting together a release right now, actually, of uh, the toy drive that they were involved with to donate to homeless shelter to uh, help um, raise the holiday spirit for the families and the children living there, which is great. I'm involved with the social media aspects of providing live updates on Twitter of any of the games and scores that are going on. Um, I also do, I'm the main stats guy for all of our teams as well. So I'm the one that's keeping track of all the plays. Uh, making sure that's going into the stats programs properly, coding them properly to make sure that, you know, at the end of the day, we have a box score that's accurate. Coordinating interviews with the athletes and the coaches, whether it's for, you know, our own distribution video projects that we're working on or, you know, for any outside uh, media outlets that are looking to get in touch with us. Our men's basketball team at the start of the season had a scrimmage against D1 Manhattan. So it was Manhattan versus Manhattanville. It was confusing for everyone. But because they're D1 school and their games are broadcast on ESPN, ESPN reached out to us and said, hey, can we coordinate an interview with the coach to you know, get some background information? No one really knows, you know, the stories, the, the backgrounds of the athletes for a D3 school unless you really dig into it. So that was a great opportunity that we had to give our guys um, some more widespread recognition. Um, so really, it, it's, it's a lot, um, you know, bounce, bouncing from team to team throughout the seasons, really making that you know not one team is getting more coverage than the other one uh, my job really primarily comes down to making sure that all of our student athletes are getting coverage and the um, opportunity to showcase themselves that they actually that they truly deserve so that sounds really overwhelming <laughs> how do you deal with it all how do you balance it all do you have any kind of like right hand men in the office or like do you follow a very strict regimen how do you deal with it all I ask myself that every day. Um, so I have two grad assistants that currently report to me. Um, and in, so it, it's the same sort of position that I held while I was at Pace. I was a grad assistant in the athletics department at Pace myself, um, which is kind of what got me into this line of work. So basically, in addition to getting their master's degree, they work with the department um, to help me out with anything that I sort of so I've got one person, uh, one of my GAs is a fantastic photographer. You know, she really wants to go into communication media side of things. So she really takes care of like 99% of the social media aspect of things. She makes the photos, she does the Photoshop designs. Um, you know, anytime that we need a graphic or anything looked up, I always turn to her. 
Um, it's a huge load off of my plate um, because when I was working at Pace, you know, we designed everything by hand individually in Photoshop and they, you know, they came out great at the end of the day, but it's a very time consuming effort. So, you know, having someone like that that knows exactly what she's doing, you know, has this eye and this vision for, you know, really what she wants the social media channel to look like. Um, being able to say, hey, this is what I need to get posted up and letting her, you know, run with it. Um, knowing that she'll be able to take care of it and knock it out of the park is like Ideally, you know, we want to be in that situation where we're sort of able to divvy up the sports amongst the three of us. Unfortunately, you know, I did start the position a little bit later um, in the school year. Um, I started right at the start of the fall season. So, you know, we really didn't have that summer to get that opportunity to train everyone up to the full standards that we necessarily needed. So we were playing catch up for a lot of the way, um, but we are finally where we're supposed to be. I feel like at this point able to instead of playing catch up, you know, move ahead. So, you know, right now winter is thankfully a little bit slower than uh, the fall and the spring. So we just have our two basketball teams and our two hockey teams. Um, so there's really no necessarily need to divide and conquer. But, you know, when we do have two games going on at once, I'll be like, hey, I'm taking over basketball. You guys go handle the stuff over at hockey and then we'll come back together. Um, and I'm hoping that come spring when we have a lot more teams going on in action, we'll be able to say, okay, everyone take two teams. These are the teams that you're covering. You're going to work those games. You're going to do any of the media outreach necessary for them so that no one necessarily gets overwhelmed. But um, at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, my responsibility is to oversee all of them. So while it is a lot of work, you know, I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't something that, you know, I've been working for. So it is, yeah, it can be a lot. It can be a little bit overwhelming, but, you know, I, it's a good overwhelming. Yeah. It's not one of those things where you're necessarily like, oh, do I have to go to work again? You're, you're working in sports. You know, you're covering an at college athletic team. And yeah, there'll be days where I'm not leaving the office till 11, 12 o'clock at night. But, you know, the flexibility of the schedule really allows me to necessarily get the sleep that I need. Um, but I also make sure that we're still giving everyone the coverage and the um, respect that all the teams deserve. Do you have like a favorite sport that you cover? Um, I've been a baseball fan pretty much my entire life. Um, you know, it was the first sport that I really fell in love with. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say that baseball is a sport that I know the best um, inside and out. Um, but I will say, you know, during my time working in the Pace Athletics Department, I really did get an um, appreciation for softball. So mm -hmm. those two sports together, baseball and softball, they really um, are my two favorites, I would say. Um, but then again, you know, there's a lot of sports that we have over here in Manhattan that I never necessarily had the chance to work with before. We had a rugby team that just started this past year. Um, our two hockey teams, you know, I never worked collegiate hockey before. Um, so both of those gave me a new sort of insight on, you know, how those sports work um, and definitely a new appreciation for it, especially rugby, because, you know, who really knows the, you know, inner workings of rugby around here, you know, it's a, it was like learning a whole new thing from the ground up. Um, so, you know, while there are some sports that, you know, some people will say are more entertaining to watch, I know a lot of people can think that baseball is the most boring sport in the world. I find it fascinating. Um, but, you know, you, you find the um, finer points of each game, each sport, you know, it, it's not one of those things where you're doing the same thing over and over again, day in and day out. You know, even if you're working three soccer games in a week, you know, each game's going to play out differently. It's not like you're just sitting in front of a computer, you're not typing up you know a report every single day you know you're watching the game it's going to play out differently the team will play differently so while baseball and softball always have the close place in my heart you know i really have grown an appreciation for a wide variety of the sports that we have both here at manhattanville and the ones that are
I see. So I know that you worked at the Welcome Center at Pace also prior. So did you always know that you wanted to work in sports or were you kind of like leaning in other directions? The dream was always to work in sports in some capacity. Um, you know, I feel like that's what everyone says when they grow up. They're like, I want to work in sports because, you know, it sounds cool and whatnot. Um, but I always had the interest in writing. You know, I always found that the, the writing side of things always seemed easy to me. And I figured, okay, I'm going to become a journalist when I grow up. I'm going to cover sports. You know, that's going to be, that's the end goal. Um, as it turned out, while I was in college getting my undergrad degree, I was definitely terrified of talking to strangers and asking them questions, which is kind of what you need to do as a journalist. Yeah. So I figured, okay, I need to pivot a little bit and figure out exactly <laughs> what else I can do um, in those regards. Um, so I figured that a more behind the scenes sort of thing is really what was in my element. And as luck would turn out, you know, um, you know, I was in between jobs at the time and I found the posting for the graduate assistant position at Pace. Um, and, you know, I was fortunate enough that they were willing to take a shot on me um, and really introduce me to the world of collegiate athletics and the sports information world. And from there, that was pretty much it. You know, I decided, you know, I did my two years there, um, got my degree and, you know, said, you know, this is something that I really want to do. And, you know, I spent that entire summer applying to jobs, you know, sports information jobs, athletic department jobs. Nothing, unfortunately, came to fruition at that point. And the hiring in the collegiate athletic world is a really cyclical process. So once you miss that first sort of wave, it's a quiet period until the end of the semester where, you know, people start moving jobs and looking for new things to do. So I needed to find something else to do. You know, in the meantime, you know, keep my eyes open, keep the feel out for what's out there. Um, and I figured, you know, I'd stay where I've been for the two years at that point, where I shifted over to working in the admissions side of things and being the welcome side. Um, that was a, also a completely different sort of experience for me. You know, I have had uh, experience in the past sort of managing a group of, you know, employees before, but never to that size of, you know, 30 to 40 staff members reporting directly to me. But I was able to get, you know, another feel for, you know, the inner workings of the university pace, you know, really what the behind the scenes sort of looks like for the admissions process and whatnot. Um, and, you know, the flexibility of that schedule, you know, standard nine to five. Tuesday through Saturday, mm -hmm. uh, but it gave me the flexibility to, you know, work some of the sporting events still at pace and continue to develop my skills there so that if an event opportunity came up, like this one in Pattonville, I was still able to, you know, be up on my skills and not have to relearn anything from the ground up. I see. So is this new position that you have everything that you expected it to be? That's a great question. You know, it, it, it's a lot. Um, I'm, I'm not going to beat around the bush, you know, I, I come home every day and, you know, sometimes my parents are like, you're working ridiculous hours. I'm like, I know, but you know, it's what I knew I was getting into. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think anyone that wants to work in the world of athletics, whether it's professional, collegiate, amateur, independent, anything along those lines should come in, you know, anticipating that nine to five in the schedule, because you're not going to get that, you know, mm -hmm. maybe when you've been doing it for decades and you're able to climb up the ladder and you're like at the top of the chain, yeah, maybe then you have the luxury of doing that nine to five. But, you know, sports games happen on a crazy schedule. You know, they have to happen when everyone else is available. You know, that means not around class time. That means in the afternoon. That means at night. That means, you know, you have a doubleheader basketball game. That's the only time that the two teams can, you know, get into the gym back to back. It is a lot, but I knew that it was going to be a lot coming into it. You know, I had the two years in the Pace Athletics Department to really, you know, 
understand what exactly goes into working in the communication side of an athletics department. And we definitely, we have more teams over in Manhattanville, so it is definitely even a step up further from a lot of the work that we were doing, um, you know, time-wise at Pace. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as like the time constraint, the time qualifications go, you know, I knew sort of this was what I was getting into. Um, but the coaches, the coaching staff here at Manhattanville has been fantastic to work with. You know, they've been super appreciative of all the coverage that we've been able to give to their teams. Um, no one sort of feels shafted, which is really what I wanted to come in and make sure that, you know, uh, the tennis team gets as much coverage and you know um, publicity as the soccer team do. Mm -hmm. um, you know it can be a difficult balancing act you know try to make everyone happy and, you know there were a lot of challenges coming in trying to you know hit the ground running again with even how late as I got into the department um, but you know I think we got through all the challenges and the obstacles as well as we could you know I think what we forged through um, in the fall semester really well and I think that we're finally at that point where putting ourselves in the best possible light um, from a presentation standpoint, from an operation standpoint. I see. So where do you think, do you think that you're going to stay at Manhattanville for a while? Like, are you kind of feeling it out? You like it? Or do you see yourself moving on to a bigger school or uh, a higher division or anything like that? The athletics communications world is kind of weird in that, you know, you start at these lower levels, the D2 and the D3 sort of overseeing every single team. But then as you climb up the ladder to, you know, the D1 schools, you oversee maybe one or two teams. So, you know, you'd think that when you get started, you'd oversee less and then work your way towards more rather than vice versa. Um, so it's an interesting sort of, you know, shift um, versus, you know, most standard jobs, I guess. So, I mean, I guess the ideal would always be, you know, being able to focus on one team specifically and, you know, really give it your all instead of, you know, having pulled in like six different directions, you know, being able to you know, fight and be like, okay, I need to give, you know, the softball team this much coverage because they have a game going on, but also this team has, you know, a fundraiser happening and this team's going to the playoffs and whatnot, you know, trying to, you know, you know, you're only one person at the end of the day, you know, yeah. a team of three, you know, we're only three people. Um, so, you know, I, I would always want to, you know, be able to put my all into everything. Um, but, you know, when you're overseeing as much as as I am, you know, it's sometimes there's things that do unfortunately have to fall by the wayside. So I want to be able to get to that point where, you know, I'm, you know, I, everything that I do, I take pride in, you know, anything that has my name associated with it, I want it to be, you know, as best as it possibly can be. Mm -hmm. So it, it's painful at times, you know, not be able to give all the effort and devotion to a certain project or whatnot that you're working on that you want to. Um, but ideally, um, you know, I'll keep working up into the path, whether that is staying here in Manhattanville or, you know, whatever the next opportunity may be. Um, really just figuring out how to continue to better myself, um, improve the uh, skills that I have, um, you know, sort of figure out how to streamline things where they can be so that you can give that full attention other projects yeah that almost reminds me of like having your own beat if you work for a newspaper like versus writing for an entire section exactly like, yeah that's that's very interesting it's very interesting i mean when i think of it from my perspective like it'd be so cool to just be able to focus on like one team and one team story but it also seems exciting to be able to kind of have that fluidity and work with a bunch of different teams so what's one message that you have to hopeful college graduates, including myself, um, on how we can be successful and how we can get our foot in the door of the sports media industry? 
to stay focused, you know, don't give up, don't get discouraged, because anyone that's looking to get into the world of athletics needs to understand that it is a pretty tight um, job window. You know, there's not a bajillion sports jobs out there. You know, some mm. of the ones that are out there, you know, for the entry level might not necessarily be the most glamorous, but if it's something that you're really interested in and you know that it's something that you want to do, the worst thing that you can do is get discouraged and sort of give up on it. Um, like I said, you know, uh, spending the two years in the Pace Athletics Department, I decided, you know, I want to do athletic communications. I need to see if this is something that I can do for myself. And if I just gave up after that first summer, after not getting something, and decided, okay, well, that ship sailed, time to move on to something else, you know, um, I definitely wouldn't be, you know, as happy as I am right now. It's, it's easy to, you know, give up at times when things don't necessarily go the way that you want them to, um, especially when you have a degree that's, necess that's as flexible as communications. You know, you can do a lot of things with a communications degree. That's a great thing. Um, but knowing that there are going to be opportunities out there and sometimes they one might take you outside of your comfort zone whether that means relocating you know doing something completely new to you and also coming to terms that it might not necessarily happen overnight um so being accountable to that being understanding that hey it's going to take a little bit necessarily to get where i am and of course there's always people that you know will land that dream job right out of college and that's fantastic you know i hope that everyone's able to do that but, you know keeping that realistic side of things and understanding that hey you know i want to get to x but i understand that that's not necessarily going to be available for me right after graduation and that's okay mm -hmm. you know my plan was never to you know continue working at the welcome center at pace um but it was something that happened to be there after i graduated and you know it was something that i knew that i could do and continue to hone my skills there you know you think what does managing a staff of you know 40 college students that give tours every day necessarily have to do with athletics well you know we had communications efforts that went out so that was you know video editing that i was continuing to work on social media um, posts mm -hmm. content creation photoshop anything along those lines so i was able to develop my skills continues over there you know i continued to freelance with the athletics department helping out in games rather than able to so i wasn't getting mm -hmm. rusty and then when an opportunity presented itself, I was able to say, hey, I've been keeping up on these skills during this entire time. And, you know, that was exactly what they were looking for in a candidate. So my biggest piece of advice is, you know, keep going, you know, don't get discouraged, even if things could not be, you know, playing out in your favor. I know it's a super difficult time right now, especially with everything going on with the coronavirus still, as you know, some businesses are fully open again, and now some are taking a step back. So. You know, the job hunt may not be as flavorful as everyone might want right now, but, you know, keep a positive attitude towards it and, you know, things will work out. Do you have anything to add? Maybe like a shout out, a final statement, anything you want, go for it. <laughs> you know, I want to tell everyone that's listening, um, obviously the majority of you guys are going to be Pace students. So anyone that's interested in sports, I cannot suggest enough getting involved and working in the athletics department as you know a student worker um the experience that you're going to get there is going to be eye-opening really as to what necessarily goes into operating and running games you know when you're sitting in the bleachers you're sitting in the stands you know you think that you know exactly what goes on to, you know making a game run but you never really do until you get that curtain pulled back and you, know, you get to work behind the scenes 
Working with uh, Jim, the director of athletic communications, Jim Sheehan, was fantastic. It was a fantastic experience for me. Um, he taught me pretty much everything that I know about athletic comms. And I know that a lot of people that have come through the NCAA department that have gone on to do great things have worked, um, whether it was under him or any of the other previous um, directors of athletic communications. So anyone that's interested in getting your foot in the door in sports, you know, even if it's just to the smallest extent, um, Jim's a great guy to work for, and I can't suggest enough how great of an experience that would be for all of you, you know, get that first foot in the door. Yay. Okay. Thank you so much for speaking with me today, John. Um, I hope you have a good rest of your day um, and enjoy your holidays as well. Thanks, Sequoia. You too. Yeah. See you around. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. That has been the first episode of MCBA's newest podcast, Setters in Sports. I'm Sequoia Cumming, and tune in to hear more of our alumni stories. The music for this podcast is Welcome to the Show by Kevin McLeod, available under the filmmusic.io standard license. Setters in Sports is a project of MCVA Sports. More information at boothreview.blogs.pace.edu.